adrenaline in my soul. Oh no, I'm now not in the main event because I'm Cody Rhodes. That's what we're talking about today, everybody, here on Bunker Mania Wrestling. Welcome to the show if you are a first-time viewer and or listener. Thank you so much for giving us a chance. We hope you enjoy the show. No matter where you found us, make sure on your podcast provider of choice or on YouTube, if you do enjoy the show, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you feel so inclined, hit a like, leave us a comment, whichever you prefer. I am Jeremy Graves, and joining me, we've got the full troop, if you will, of people to start discussing the Cody Rhodes saga. It's almost going to be like a Star Wars epic at this point, at the rate it's going. I am, of course, joined by the captain of the ship, the Decadane, Mr. Ian Bolton. Good sir, how are you doing today? I'm all right. I am still kind of slightly recovering from a, a bit of a, a cold thing I picked up from Barcelona. So basically, it's like I feel fine, but I will might have the occasional coffee fit. So if I if I get mute or you, you see me kind of disappear for a moment, that's that's probably the reason why. But no, I'm I'm doing okay. <clears throat> there you go, first cough. Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, yeah, it's it's just been a weird couple of days. It's getting weirder. Days. Days, <laughs> waking a bit. I don't know. I've been out of the country for a few days, Jeremy. I go I mean, away and all this might, shit happens. Some might say you being abroad caused the Cody stuff to happen. <laughs> well, they're lies. <laughs> now, there you go. I thought I'd thought I'd ask and make sure. Also joining us, of course, is Harriet Manga Girl. Harriet, how are you doing today? Yeah, good. It's it has been a very weird month. <laughs> Hasn't it just? <laughs> Oh god, it's like it's only been of... seven days. It's only been seven days, Harriet. It's been a wit well, hang on. Good Think point. No, no, yeah. I see, no, I know I stand corrected. <laughs> so context, um, so we're recording this on the seventh of February for context. Yeah. Just a little bit of... <laughs> all the I just remembered all this win has happened on the second. It's like, oh oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I left when it was January. I came back in February. <laughs> it's just been well, I tell you something, it's been here, there, and everywhere. I've like Calm down, please stop. <laughs> there you go. And of course, making his triumphant return following an epic appearance on our last podcast. It is, of course, Matty Boo. Good, sir. How are you doing today? Do, do you know what, Jeremy? Do you, you know what? <laughs> See, I, I remember, I remember when Cody Rhodes single handedly, uh, like, defeated racism. And how he defeated racism was beating an Englishman, and and he and he was hated for it. Absolutely, did everyone remember when Cody Rhodes was like the ultimate heel and he was deluded? It was a, a totally deluded babyface. Do you know what? No, no, I digress. Maybe, maybe Jeremy, maybe we the people are the problem. Maybe we the fans, the the. Maybe we, the people, need a champion we can rely on. No, it's just crap booking, mate. Anyway, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Hang on, Cameron. Can I, can I, can I bring bring in the old good old fashioned catchphrase of it's stupid bollocks? There we go. <laughs> silly bollocks. Silly bollocks. Silly stupid bollocks. Booking bollocks. I don't know. Is that the next level? Silly stupid bollocks. <laughs> You've added one more word to it. Just, just out of bollocks. There you go. Uh, Can I also say, as this is now my second episode of Bunker Mania, that like literally, like within the span of a week, can wrestling please calm the fuck down? (laughs) 
<laughs> I was supposed to be broken back into content creation gently, but jeez, no, I'm just going all in with no loot. Oh, hang on, breaking news from Decadane. Manny, I've just got the word from wrestling, and wrestling says, no, shut up. <laughs> yes, boss. And you know what, actually, before we get onto <laughs> our primary topic of today, which is, is going to be about the whole Cody Rhodes malark that's going on in the WrestleMania main event, as mentioned, we are recording this on the evening of Wednesday, the 7th of February. At the time we're recording, some news has actually broken within the last hour, which we're going to touch on briefly for a few moments. And that is that the, the, the now renamed TNA Wrestling, now formerly Impact Wrestling, now TNA Wrestling presents Impact once again, their parent company, Anthem Entertainment, have fired the head honcho, Scott Damore, are replacing it by with someone who is internal at Anthem. I don't remember their name off the top of my head. I will tell you in two secs, but carry cool, on. Cool, cool. But, uh, but either way, the, the, the big crux of the news is Scott Damore is no longer with TNA, someone who has been with the company for a heck of a long time, if not the majority of TNA's lifespan, quite frankly, be it as impact and whatnot had really taken TNA to new heights, had got loads of people in, developed talent, loves bringing in and developing talent and whatnot. Uh, uh, genuinely, by all accounts, a fantastic person as well. And actually, as a human being, they are fantastic. So the fact that Scott Damore has been let go by TNA, I don't know necessarily this is like a... Uh, it's only coming out today, as it were, and the news may, and maybe it actually happened a day or two ago. I might try and look into it as we're going along, but... From my perspective, really quite shocking. I'm not sure how, how familiar all of you are with Scott Demore and perhaps the, the recent years of TNA and such. But either way, big decision by Anthem, to say the least. Matty, I shall let you begin. Uh, just to let you know that uh, the new TNA president is Anthem's president of entertainment. I might butcher this because it's uh, an Italian name or a Greek name. I can't remember. don't know what. Anthony Siccione? It's C-I-C-I-O-N-E, but he's the president of entertainment for Anthem. They are, he is the new TNA president going forward. Hmm. Um, yes, yeah, Scott Tamore is a hell of a hand. Absolute hell of a hand. Uh, it's not his first uh, departure from TNA, as we know. He left previously. Um, but talk about a guy who just gets wrestling. I mean, he was uh, basically jobber to the stars. He did things like uh, WCW and WWE as an enhancement talent. Uh, eventually, he became a manager. He was head honcho behind Team Canada. And the talent pool behind Team Canada alone um, came back with Don Callis uh, a few years ago. And I, I'm, I got to say, when they came in, like... I don't even know what the name of the promotion was at this point. It may have been still uh, Global Force Wrestling for all of a brief. It was of either time. that or it was transitioning back to Impact Wrestling, as it yeah. were. It was around that time period. And this was for, for, for timeline context as well. Him and Don Callis came in, and this was before Callis then came over to AEW to do the yeah. Omega stuff during the lockdown era and whatnot. Yeah. So this is was... kind of before that. It was a shared role between Scott Demore and Don Callis. And between mm. the two of them, I, I'm sorry, but we had Impact written off. It, it was dead in the water. It was just floundering. And they came in and they picked it up, drained it off, and brought in such a blinking talent pool into that promotion. And gradually, it took a while, they rebuilt Rome. Mm -hmm. And 
Very they true. made TNA wrestling like not necessarily essential viewing, but they made TNA like a million times better than it was. And like, yeah, in general, people just don't cover TNA as much as they would like a New Japan and AEW or WWE because tries it might. Yeah, it's not even like the third promotion, but you cannot look at that breadth of talent and say that they're not worth it. And it's because of like those two and in particular, Scott Demore himself for gradually building it back up. We got to the point where TNA started to become must-see viewing again. Mm. Like this month alone, like stuff happens on that that can't be missed because, again, of Scott Demore. He brought it back to being TNA wrestling because he knew that people, when they think of Impact, they think of TNA. It was the whole reason they changed the name back. Yeah. Mm. And now he's gone. And I, I mean, I get... That if you, you as a parent company, you want more control over your, well, basically your property, your ownership. Mm-hmm. I get that. But to sack the guy that made your property like profitable again, that just sounds like suicide. That sounds like, like okay, you're going to push it back down. And I hope that's not going to be the case. I you know what it sounds I'm like to me? worried. I'm very, very worried because this is not the first time Anthem have tried to take on control. And you saw what happened, and it took Scott Demore and Don Callis to take what Anthem did and built it back up to something that was actually respected again. I'm going to say two words, and you might get what I'm thinking when it comes to what this sounds a little bit familiar like. Dixie Carter. So, uh, (laughs) from from there... um, uh, Ian or Harriet, either one of you, take your pick. Any thoughts or feelings relating to this? So, Harriet, how about you, first of all? I mean, I'm not the biggest TNA fan. I'm only just starting to get into it now. So, mm. only know of, of the name of recent times. So, um, yeah, it's a shock. It's kind of, it's only just come back to its own. I know it's gaining popularity. Obviously, mm. we had Jordan Grace appearing in Royal Rumble. So, yeah, I, it's just kind of, it's weird they're doing this now. Unless they're kind of doing it early off that's so the show can continue, but also you don't mm. know how it's gonna continue. Like Matty said, it could could go either way, it could go up or down. It could stay stable, but you you don't know until like a, a month or so. But yeah, it's just kind of very weird that <laughs> they've announced this now. Mm. Literally, I think it's like is it a month in now the new TNA? If that it, yeah. It, yeah, literally, if that it officially rebranded like in the first or second week of January. Yeah. But also, can I just also point out that they reestablished relationships as well under Scott Demore? Like, literally, mm-hmm. this past month, they mm. signed a new agreement with AAA. You yep. know, people oh, didn't wow. want to deal with TNA after a while, it became a poison chalice. And that's something else that flourished under Scott. Also, mm-hmm. I will say, one of the most deeply respected women's division outside of Joshi wrestling. Correct. 100% mm. agree. Mm. I, I'm literally winding myself up even thinking about the stupidity <laughs> behind this move. Well, in, in an effort to allow your, to, to allow your second to sort of, uh, for want of a better phrase, wind down a tad, as it were. But, uh, but, but uh, Mr. Decadane, any thoughts from your perspective on this? What's um, your take? Uh, well, again, I'm not 
too kind of versed in the world of TNA. Again, just like I carry it, interest is is building there now because obviously the rebrand, um, mm-hmm. talent featuring in the Rumble, former WWE talent now featuring in TNA, Nick Nemeth, for example, and stuff like that. So it's like it it seems TNA seemed to be the brand that was having a fire lit under it and starting to really kind of move forward, propel itself into like some sort of to like a new a new era. And it just feels it just feels like it feels very weird. The move's very weird. It feels like you've gone away, we're away, and you've just taken the captain out of the ship. It's mm. basically like it's like, oh we're off we're off on adventure. Nope. Let's see how the ship goes now. Um it's yeah, mm. I just it seems weird. And no and and hearing and it's kind of like reading news reports about um, not about the firing, but in, in just about Scott Tamore in general, in terms of how, how he kind of works with talent, in terms of how he's how he's building relationships and stuff like that. It just seems it seems very weird to get rid of someone who seems to be fostering some very good business relationships, even a good business relationship with T- with WWE to bring in Jordan Grace for um, the Rumble, all that sort of stuff. It just something's very weird, and mm. it's and it, and it just yeah, it just seems very bizarre. Mm. I've just remembered something else as well. Something we like hell literally uh, froze over when they announced they had a working relationship again with New Japan. Yeah, I was going to mention that as well. Yep. Yeah, because uh, again, that was under Scott and Don. And simultaneously, ultimately, with New Japan being an AEW uh, partner as well, mm. as it was a very unique situation, but. But either way, like like we say, the Scott Demore news very much broke within the last hour of us hitting the record button. So that's kind of all we know about so far. There are some TNA wrestlers just kind of posting some thoughts and feelings on it and starting to share some messages. So perhaps expect to see more of those by the time you folks are listening to and or watching this. So from there, why don't we move on to the main event discussion topic for today? Haha, see what I did there? It was awful. I know. Because we are going to talk about the Cody Rhodes situation. Now, I will say now, folks, if you want to skip forward in terms of timestamps and stuff, we are going to try and put some timestamps in our discussion in the description and such. But So we are going to begin with what I'm going to call a brief recap as to what the heck has happened over the last week. Because we need to just provide some context as to where we've been and where we're now at so we can then talk about various points as we see fit. So... Buckle up for Jeremy's recap of the past week. <laughs> what on earth is going to happen? <laughs> so, Cody wins the Rumble. Yay! Everyone's happy. He points at Roman. He looks mean at, at Roman. Roman is like, Gurg, oh no. And that is how the show goes off the air. We go to the next night on Raw. Sethry Rollins decides he wants to try and convince Cody that no, The belt I've got is the one you should have. We're the ones that work day in and day out. We're the ones that work really, really hard. Do you want to be a guy that's only here a few days a year? Or do you want to be a real new champion, as it were? Then we fast forward to Smack the Down on Friday night. Cody comes out and decides he needs to say some things to Roman. He basically interrupts Roman, who is in the ring burying the other championship belt that Seth Rollins was trying to put over the other night in quite a spectacular fashion, it should be said as well. But it leads to Cody coming out. He gets a microphone. He does the old, so Birmingham, Alabama, what do you want to talk about thing? And then 
proceeds to say the following. Quote, Roman Reigns, what do we want to talk about? You know, I imagine this conversation a little more private, if you'll indulge me. Perhaps we can have the ring to ourselves. Solo and Jimmy then leave the ring. So I took a great deal of counsel this week, says Cody. I talked to friends, family, legends. You know, you cheated me. I had you more than anybody that you've been in the ring with. I had you, and I think you know it. Seth Rollins made a lot of amazing points this week, but one of them I disagree with. And in pointing to Paul Heyman, who is holding Roman's championship belt, he says, he called, that being Seth, called that the Hollywood title. You can call it whatever you want. That's still the title that Bruno San Martino held. It's still the title that was put into my father's hands in Madison Square Garden and then swiftly taken away. Again, call it whatever you want. I still want that title. Let me ask you, what is finishing the story? Because I've heard you say that that I've heard you say that all of this, all of it, is yours. This ring, the canvas, the ropes, that camera, the announce desk, all these people, then pointing to the crowd, you guys belong to Roman Reigns, apparently. Is finishing the story taking that championship from you? Or is finishing the story taking everything from you? Let me make it abundantly clear. I want that title. Matter of fact, I'm moving my own goalpost. I want that title. I want everything. And I'm coming for it. I'm coming for you, Roman Reigns. But not at WrestleMania. I mentioned taking <laughs> counsel. Roman, one of the individuals I talk to, he knows you very well. Then the rocks music hits. The arena goes wild, albeit perhaps a tad confused. The arena goes wild. The rock spends about three and a half minutes trying to equal an Undertaker record for getting inside the ring. And then he poses. He looks at Cody. <laughs> they shake hands. They quote unquote embrace. And you can see that, that they have a camera angle that is just like on Cody's face. You can see the rock is saying something to Cody. And he goes from having that look of, yeah, I'll make this work. I'll keep smiling. And then there is this like, you can, you can like click your fingers. And there's the exact moment that smile disappears. The exact moment. And then Cody leaves. And the show goes off the air with a stare down between the Rock and Roman Reigns. And that ending of SmackDown basically tells you Cody is not going to challenge Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. Over the weekend, there is genuine fan backlash occurring. People are up in arms. The entire segment posted on WWE's YouTube, if you use a Chrome extension, you can see the likes and dislikes on YouTube videos, which YouTube themselves removed. As a, as a feature and a thing you can see. It's the most disliked video in WWE history, I believe, or it's one of the most disliked. Then, 
Following all this, news starts to come out over the weekend. The news that Punk being injured and WWE distancing themselves from Brock Lesnar, not going to touch on that, you more than likely know what's going on there, meant that changes were needed, i.e. Rock is in the main event. But then, more news starts to come out that actually, The Rock becoming a board member of TKO back in early January, i.e. before the Rumble allegedly included as part of that agreement that he would be in the main event of WrestleMania 40. But people were still under the impression the day of the Rumble, and by account of some reports, Cody himself, that he was going to be facing Roman at WrestleMania in the main event. Hence the reason he pointed to Roman and was acknowledging, no pun intended, all the stuff relating to Roman and probably trying to finish the story. Then, hashtag we want Cody becomes a thing late Sunday throughout Monday, which of course is a very familiar thing to what we saw with Daniel Bryan. But there are now some, some allegations coming out, if you will, that maybe WWE is now playing into the we want Cody thing to literally try and make Cody a martyr like Daniel Bryan was leading up to WrestleMania 30. And Raw happened last night, and if it, it, well, Monday night, sorry, and if I'm correct, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, folks, we didn't get a specific answer that he was going to challenge Seth, but it was heavily implied that was the direction he was going to go in now. You really couldn't make this up if you wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) But but, but Michael Cole told us explicitly that no decisions had been made yet. (laughs) Michael Cole says a lot of things. And they acknowledge the fact that WWE was mentioned a lot over the weekend. I wonder why. Mm. <laughs> uh, right. So, I guess so, so from Ooh. there, and right. I, I, I've recapped it. I think the, the tone of my voice can kind of imply some of what I've thought, but I've said a lot of things. So, Ian, we should begin with you. I'm going to ask <laughs> the simple question. I say simple, this won't be simple. If possible, in maximum two sentences, and I don't know how long your sentences may be, so make of that what you will. Can you encapsulate your overall feelings on the situation that has developed with this whole Cody Rhodes main event thing? I think one of the things you you, you haven't, I think in terms of the in terms of the news you haven't covered is like there have been reports of one of the reasons we kind of have Rock in this situation is because Rock, as a brand new TKO board member said, hey guys, hey guys, 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 guys. Look at the eyebrow, guys. Look at the eyebrow. <laughs> Have a bit of my tequila. If not, there's the energy drink. It's over there as well. Have you seen Black Adam yet? It's a great film. Oh, um, I want to save WrestleMania because your top guys are out. You might not draw enough money. Why don't you put me in there? Just saying. Let, let me say WrestleMania. And and the whole thing about this at the moment, it just... it no, It's like whoever's bloody idea this was in the first place, whether it was the board or Rock going, hey, I'll, I'll come to wrestling, but I, if I want board directors to see, I want all this as well. It just... It just comes across very, very stupid. It's, it's like... It's, it's kind of like... A horrific own goal. It's like 
a lot of things were kind of on course to be like good old-fashioned home runs. You didn't need to do much else. It's like in, you kind of fent, you kind of thought, oh yeah, Cody and Roman. There we go. That's fine. Obviously, Punk and Punk and Rollins is happening, but again, there's a great case to argue that it's Drew McIntyre going up against Rollins or a few more, maybe maybe um, Sami Zayn and stuff like that. It's like it's fine. It's fine. The talent is like under the current under the current creative regime. What they are doing is clearly having a good effect on ticket sales because they're doing great business on their shows. They're selling out. They're setting record gates left, right, and center. So how on earth do you translate that into going, well, that same audience isn't going to be here for Mania, and, we're, and, we, and we've lost, and we've lost a couple of people who aren't usually here all the time. So what are we going to do? I know, we'll get the rock in. Um, <laughs> I know it's just two sentences, but it's just, it's, I mean, look, there are a lot, there are a lot of co commas, semicolons, you know. There's, there's commas, semicolons, lots of cogs going. Um, it's 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 absolutely not needed. It's at, at this moment in point, the moment in time is like Rock versus Roman. Yes, it's a match I want to see. This is not how you do it. You do it either on the way towards WrestleMania and Cody, or you do it after WrestleMania and Cody, or if you want to try and save this, you do, you do rock, you do Cody Roman one night and rock Roman the other. I don't know. It's there are so many ideas to how to try and fix this. None of them, none of them repair the the logical bollocks that had happened here. Because quite, it's like put out a t-shirt. You could you it's simple. It's basically one one stupid promo, one stupid promo and story beat has kind of just put a massive turd in, in along every other sort of storyline around this. You've made the world championship a fucking joke. It's it's the obviously it's the runner up prize. Of course it is everyone who doesn't beat Robert, everyone who can't beat Robert Reigns fights for that one. So it's like you you've buried that. You've buried practically most of the wrestlers who have failed to win the undisputed championship are now just vying for the world world championship. Um you you utterly wreck a very natural storyline which everyone was getting into and actually quite happy with. It's it's just it's just WWE just kind of sat there and just kind of gone. Have they just kind of just gone? Well, that's a that's a that's a lovely that's a lovely uh that's a lovely storyline we thought going there. Be a shame if we fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> um and and the other and the only other thing the whole the whole rock element to this the thing that irks me a lot more about the rock side of things here is that it's it's the narcissism again it's this thing that he's coming in and he's doing great things it's the whole thing with black adam and dc again where he's like, i'm going to change the hierarchy of the dc universe i'm going to be I'm going to take this D-grade character and I'm going to be the top of the DC films everywhere. And it didn't work out because James Gunn ended up getting it. And now it's kind of like, you've got it here. It's like, I'm going to say WrestleMania because don't worry, I'm The Rock. People don't boo me. I think they fucking were the last couple of days, to be perfectly honest. Um, and the last time and the last time we got booed heavily was 2015's Royal Rumble in Philadelphia, endorsing Roman Reigns. WrestleMania is in Philadelphia this year. Oh, oh how serendipitous. <laughs> oh, no. Not oh, again. Um, <coughs> sorry. 
I mean, I'm I'm going off I'm going off many tangents. The bottom line is, it's it's one of the worst self inflicted injuries I think I've seen a wrestling company do. Or just 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 for the sake of going, look look everyone, it's the Rock. Look, he's a big Hollywood star. It's not like it's not like he's far too controlling and has a stupid brand presence that has to be upheld. No, no, look, it's the Rock. It's the Rock. I'm sure he's up for a match now. If I may say, before I pass this on to Harriet, yeah, it does feel very similar to Batista winning the Rumble to get to the main event of it Mania does. Thirty, doesn't mm-hmm. it? There's it a does. lot of parallels to Mania Thirty happening here. It does. I think. I think the. My, I think the the biggest thing. I mean, if they wanted to rock Roman this year, absolutely fine. If Cody didn't win the Rumble, and yet That's the Cody, key what, the 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 thing that is the most infuriating aspect of us all, it's like. You could have had you could have had someone else win the rumble that wasn't Rock or Cody, and Roman can go. Oh, no one's here to challenge me this mania. Okay, and then the Rock comes back, and you go. Ah, oh, okay, we're going to get it. Great, everything's lined up. It's again, it's a very, it's a very natural and a very straightforward story beat. It makes sense. It makes sense. It might not be what everyone wants to see that year, but it makes sense, and we'll go along for the ride anyway. The the whole thing of Cody winning the Rumble, the whole thing of Cody winning the Rumble, is just as stupid if everyone knew this was the plan going forward in seven days' time. Because it's kind of like, yeah. what are you going to do? Well, anyway. that is the question, is it? What are they going to do? But <laughs> but before we get on to what they might be able to do, Harriet, what's I, your take I, on this whole thing? I, I, I take it you have notes as well. A few of you, a, a few of you got <laughs> pen. I will say. I, I have notes. The, I have made the, notes, believe the me. The fact that two of you are holding pens right now, I'm concerned because I, I feel underprepared now. But I, <laughs> just, just, just for context, I had no notes. I just went off on my own tangents. And I got good. angry either way. So, so oh, Harriet, no. the floor is yours, as it were. Give, give us your thoughts on this entire shindoggery do. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm not angry. As such, it's just more like, I don't know one day to the next what is going to happen. I'm hearing one thing, I'm hearing another, and then it's just like, ah! Are you um, just disappointed? Yes, very disappointed. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I, That's I, it. I'm glad someone said that. I was wanting to chime, chime in as well, but I couldn't find the natural point. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. And like Ian said, what was the point of Rumble? If Cody won, and then literally pointed at Roman, and then a week later it's just like, do you know what? Forget it. I'm handing it to The Rock. I'm good. I'm not going to do it at WrestleMania. Even though, and I will point this out, in both um, Rumbles, it said, winner will main event WrestleMania for the men's and the women's. So, well. <laughs> if I may, actually, just a quick, a quick random note just to add to that thought, then I'll let you continue. Yeah. It's very interesting that it says main event each night of WrestleMania or effectively mm. main event WrestleMania, because don't forget last year, it was meant to be Rhea and Charlotte main eventing one night, but the tag title stuff was so hot. They, they kind of it. ended up having to change it to a degree, but I, I'm sorry. I chimed in, uh, jumped in there. Back to you. No, I was just going to carry on. It's just like the, the whole about turn of everything that's happened from even Monday. Now, the fact that they're kind of, well, maybe we could, because you know, it's just like okay i don't know what's going to happen even on smackdown or this press event tomorrow it's just like 
Oh my god, I, my head is sore from just like what's going on. Also, it's terrible that it's done it at the expense of Cody because it's kind of the story because the story has been building up for a long time. I know people joke about it, even I joke about it, but even the fact that he's the main one of the main covers of the new WWE game as well, even in the trailer, um, he said, uh something about finishing the story and it's just like oh no oh cody i just like i just want to hug you i really because <laughs> i just and also the fact you mentioned the video earlier the most is like they cut that video the oh, yeah. they they cut the bit where cody looks sad so oh. it just looks like he's handing it to to rock to rock and just like okay bye you know so <laughs> Revisionist is, history. Yeah, it's, and, it's, and it, it's it's like that song. No one knows what it's like to be <laughs> the sad Cody, the sad Cody, the sad Cody. Literally behind blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> there is there is only one person who knows how, how how bad it is for a sad Cody, and it's that rubber chicken from last year's WrestleMania. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that, that chicken's just gonna come on here, Cody. Cody, man. I'm I'm sorry that I I upstaged you at WrestleMania Night Two last year. I just feel terrible now. <laughs> if only that rubber chicken had been on SmackDown, the whole circle would have been complete. Oh, <laughs> could you imagine? There's someone in he a just... costume. <laughs> he goes out with the Rock. Oh. <laughs> sorry. No, no, oh no! I've just thought of even something even crueler. When they just have that hug and the Rock whispers, he's just going. Because he's going, oh no. It's happening. Again. Real life chicken. Shit. So, yeah, I don't know what's happening from day to day. I'm just keep it, it, it's, yeah, it's like the whole narcissism again of DC again of the rocks. Like, I could save this. No, you can't. <laughs> I mean, I have never seen social media blow up as much as it did over the weekend, especially with the hashtag we want Cody. I think even on Raw, they were handing out signs of it and it just overtook it all. Uh, obviously, the chance, which they piped a lot of stuff over it so you didn't hear it. So, yeah, I have other thoughts, but that's that's how I feel at the moment. It's just like... Please stop. <laughs> I just want a definitive answer. <laughs> just, just add on the sign things, because I think there's been a lot of different stories going online about this. So basically people are going, oh, WWE handed out signs about saying we want Cody. Yeah. That's the thing that I mentioned about allegedly. It's, allegedly, it's, allegedly yeah. It's, um, I think a few outlets like Fightful have said, no, no, it wasn't WWE. It was just the fans. The fans. Yeah. Just okay, came awesome. In that case, I retract what I said earlier. Then, yeah. thank you for yeah. the clarification on that. Yeah. No, I never really thought for one moment it was like a plant in WWE just no. giving them out. I think it was just mm. somebody trying to start a movement, like the like the Cesaro sections to, to go mm. back. Oh my yes. gosh! Yes. Yeah. Mm. But Matty, you've been waiting very patiently, and I'm sure you have much to say. So well, the floor is yours. The the main thing is that a lot of what I was going to say has actually been stated quite eloquently by Ian. Uh, so instead, I'm going to pivot, because this whole thing is the pivot to WrestleMania, as we all know. Mm. Uh, I'm going to rewind the time. 
And my overall thought out over all of this is just a recurring sense of frustration. And that is what fuels this is fuss. Cody should have always won at the last WrestleMania because we have been in a holding pattern ever since. Yeah, holding pattern. And when I state about holding pattern is, um, yes, yeah, so... Yeah, we had Jey Uso. You've done that. We got Drew. He's done that. Everybody who's beaten them, kind of them got shunted to the side. We've had like multiple people that could have been a really good working man's champion. Cody is on top of the list and he should have won that belt. We should have had a year of Cody defending that title. And instead, we have not. What we have had is repeat, rinse and continue matches with a man who is hardly ever here instead he's going off to devon to go look at the miniature railways you know yes i am carrying on that um <laughs> you know he's going off to blink in uh oh let me see he's going off to munich germany to go and study chess i i don't know <laughs> you know um <laughs> I want to see. I want to see this. I want to see this excursion of Roman Reigns just going. I'm the head of the table now. I'm head of the board. Oh. Checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> sorry, Matty. Carry on. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, I had to throw all that in there. Don't know. No, um, friends. All good. All good. It genuinely frustrates me because we have had match upon match upon match. When he's not off going off to Scarborough to go look at the donkeys. I don't know if there are donkeys in Scarborough. I don't know. But I'm sure he's found some. Um, it's a quest. Um, it's a it's quest. just been the same <laughs> matches. Mm-hmm. And I'm fed up of seeing the same patterned matches. I'm so fed up of it. And it shouldn't be this way. We should have had some incredible main events. And instead, all we've had is we just want Roman to lose. We just want somebody who is like... And I'm sorry, Roman has been deserving of that title two years ago. Not nearly four. That's ridiculous. And I know you. what they've wanted to do. They want to put him up in their record books. Tin foil hat time, and I was going to bring an actual tin foil hat for this. If you're going to go around and you're trying to like distance yourself from history because of certain people out there, you you don't do it this way. You you just don't. Most of belts create a new title, be a fresh new start, but you don't go about with this, and it, it just seems so bipolar. That in one way you're trying to distance yourself from the past, and yet you're trying so desperately to cling on to it as much as you can by having lineages and reigns. Literal Roman reigns is reign. If I may, excellent parallel for what the point you're making. Compare Roman's reign, that was really very difficult to say, yeah. to Gunther's reign as IC champ. And that's another man who should be a champion, like a top-tier champion. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? I think I think you can argue to a point that Gunther as a champion is being viewed very highly by by the audience and by the fans. Mm-hmm. It's very obviously it's intercontinental championship. It's obviously a very iconic belt or an, an iconic championship. And obviously Gunther's been there for now six hundred days plus yeah. as yeah. as champion and so forth. And it's like the fact is it's like 
he's the sort of champion you want you kind of would like to see Roman be. Basically, he is there. Okay, he doesn't wrestle on every show, but he's there. He's progressing feuds, he's progressing stories, he's having these mini feuds with wrestlers who are definitely deserving of a spot, like Chad Gable, for example. You're Chad Gable, Bronson Reed. Um, I think at the moment the next lined up opponent is Jey Uso. Whether that's at Elimination Chamber, I might not be due to visa stuff, but or WrestleMania, one of those sort of things. The fact is, basically, when you have time of Gunther, it more or less works most of the time. Heck, people people started cheering for the Miz and enjoyed the Miz again for a little bit because of Gunther. I think that's only, the power of Gunther. That's the power <laughs> of Gunther. Of Gunther. Um, if I may just add a point within that point, though, as well, yeah. a big key difference, which I have a feeling you may be sort of latching onto as well, I'm sure we can all mm. agree, mm. the mm. big difference, even if you factor out the time away that Roman's having, mm. Gunther's defences, there is jeopardy involved where it looks like he may get beaten, but nine times out of ten, he himself gets out of that jeopardy and mm. gets the win. Whereas Roman, 99% of the time, needs other people to help him get the yes. win. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think if... I think I may have said it on a previous episode, but I think if mm. Roman's defences didn't always end, say, with interference ref bump per se. Get the bingo card, yep. And 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 he actually he actually goes through hell and high water to retain his championship or something like that. Or even if he did some dastardly cheating himself and and no one else did. Mm-hmm. If Rome was all by himself and he survived, then okay, the the reign has a little bit more uh uh credence to it. It has a little bit more okay legitimacy because he's able to kind of overcome it. I mean the early days of the reign the early days of the reign where he's taken on um, Daniel Bryan in that very long match on SmackDown and so forth, um, even Cesaro and stuff like that. The early days of the reign, he does not have the bloodline completely there. And he's when he's overcoming people through hell or high water, he's dealing with people. And now ever since the whole bloodline faction begins, it's like, okay, a couple of matches, fine. You get a bit of interference. You get that with the stable. But it's just, it's it's the script. And it's like, and even on this past Past Raw, Drew pretty much spelled it out. It's like we've all we all know the story. You get close, blood interferes, Roman wins. LOL. Mm. Moving on. That sort of mm. stuff. I think if I think if Reigns' reign, I think if Reigns' reign had different match types where he won in various different methods, other than relying on solo or the Usos or something stupid like that. We might be going. Yes, it's a bit weird that he's all, he's not here all the time, but at least when he turns up, we can believe him as a champion, or we can actually understand his tenacity as a champion. And anybody that faces off against Roman in any of these top tier matches then comes across as remarkably stupid because you know what's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to round up my thoughts and wrap it up in a neat little bow. Mm-hmm. So, say that this Roman versus Rock thing happens. Then what? Because Mm. is The Rock going to become WWE champion? Are we going to have another reign with a champion that's hardly there? What is the end point of this, apart from maybe The Rock becomes the head of the table that we all established he was anyway? There's no rhyme nor reason behind this. What this would have been, 
an incredible match to go all the way round. Back to the, my point, this would have been a fantastic match, which everyone would just grasp onto had Cody won at last year's WrestleMania, because then it wouldn't be about the championship. It would be who would be the dominant person on the end of that table. Is it mm. Roman or is it Rock? That is actual fantastic storytelling. We're not going there, though. And that's what's so goddamn frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harriet, to, to, to turn the, the, I don't know why I'm saying turn the table back to you, but I am. But uh, but to turn <laughs> the table. Back the table. You, oh God! No. <laughs> so uh, Matty brings up an interesting point now. I think that leads on to like, the next logical discussion point for the moment. In that, do we actually think Rock and Roman will be the headline match or the closing match, if you will, of WrestleMania weekend? And what do we think might actually happen? After uh, SmackDown, it was just like, okay, yeah, this seems like it's going to be a thing. It's the main event now at WrestleMania, the way Cody sounded it. And then Monday happened, and it's just like, wait a minute. I I don't know what's going to happen now. It, it's like you said earlier, it's, the, the, it's like the Daniel Bryan situation from WrestleMania 30. It's just like, it's, it's happening again. But the thing is, is like Cody is very popular so this is the reason why it's happening the way i'm seeing it now and i know people have said like night one night two i i do seriously think at this point it, they have to have cody in, in some form or another i mean we're gonna watch wrestlemania anyway but it's just like i would be i don't know which night it would be which but both will be main events as such so the women's unfortunately i don't know what will happen but um, I have a feeling it will be Cody Reigns one night and then Reigns and Rock the next night. So one for the title and one for the head of the table, pretty much, I think. Because, mm. you know, Rock has indicated, you know, when he was facing off against Jinder, like, I, oh, I could be the head of the table sort of thing. Uh, and it's, it's just, yeah, that's what I'm thinking at the moment. It could change. We don't know even if Rock is facing Reigns for the, the title as such. They haven't really said it. Even even though they have and they haven't, it's just like so yeah. confused. It's kind of the press conference will be the definitive thing. Is it, yes, tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow at the time that we're recording, yeah. It's, yeah. it's I, in my head, only one of three scenarios is going to happen. It's going to be Roman and Rock and everyone just has to deal with it and most likely they'll probably hijack that main event to be perfectly honest because if they're very passionate fans they they will they will absolutely yeah. do that the hardest uh, of the hardcore if you will so there's that I, the the alternatives is is the the two-nighter thing to actually allow cody to take the belt off roman all that sort of stuff the only other one is it does end up being cody versus roman but the rock is the guest referee Mm. That's that's my only other thought right there, but this is is just the the problem is because of that promo on Friday. Yeah, everything now this is like e even any of those scenarios now, it, it it feels like a very muddied journey to WrestleMania now because we've we've pissed everyone off for mm. the weekend and then gone oh maybe we should pivot again. 
And the fact that you had Cody say, well, I'm actually not going to face you at WrestleMania. And now it's just like, well, okay, you're, and he didn't want to face uh, Seth either. Yeah. So it's kind of, it does make them look stupid because it's like, they're going to have to turn themselves like pivot and say like, actually, actually jokes on you. Ha ha. I actually want to do that. Lol. Sort of thing. And it's, Mm. it's dumb. When when I said I didn't want to face you at WrestleMania, I meant WrestleMania (laughs) night two. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what? That probably will happen. If he says that at the press conference, I'm going to flip a table, Jeremy. Um, (laughs) I'll just say it quickly and I'll let you and then Matty speak. The other potential option I was going to say when you mentioned it, Ian, it becomes a three-way. That's the other thing I'll throw out there. But 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 please continue. But then if it's it's a three-way, how does that work in a storyline? That's not my problem. Especially after that promo. (laughs) Because it's like Cody's gone to Rock. Hey, Rock. Hey, buddy, do you want my spot? Yes, buddy. All right, fine. Oh, wait. A and it's I, it's like no, no narrative development is going to make the freeway go, oh, yeah, of course they were destined to be a freeway dance. Wasn't that always the case? I mean, <laughs> the, ultimate, the ultimate decision Cody could make is going, you know what I want? Hey, Ilya, do you want to come over to Philadelphia? And let's do an NXT championship match. <laughs> and I'll finish my story that way. The title from the brand that my dad created or helped to create with Triple H. It would be a really good match, though. Yes. It would be freaking phenomenal, quite frankly. But, uh, Mm. but Matty, you've you've been dormant for a while, as it were. You've been patiently waiting. I will now turn the question to you. Will it actually (laughs) be Roman and Rock? What the heck do we think might happen? Welcome, everybody, to the backtrack to WrestleMania. (laughs) <laughs> where all people go peddling backwards um no um no i don't want a triple threat i don't want no. a triple threat. i was wondering what you were saying no to because there were a lot of questions in that so i'm glad uh, you clarified just no jeremy <laughs> just, just no just no <laughs> right jeremy. we we got a press conference on thursday we got a press conference on Thursday. This is where, like, the literal wrestling media out there are literally going to be laser focused on tomorrow, which I, I think is part of what they were hoping for. The only way they can really appease everyone, the only way they can appease everyone, and everyone will know it's blowing smoke up their asses anyway. They know, but they don't, they love being idolized. Right? The best way they said, "Yes, okay, hands up, cards on the table." This is what was going to happen. But because of you and you and you and all of you in the WWE universe, I hate that term, but all of you out there in the universe. Even you. Even me, Matty. Even you, Tony Khan. Even you. We know you're your biggest supporter. Um, No, he's going to get on X and it's going to go wrong, Matty. Stop right now. Stop it now. But, but, anyway, Ian, Ian, but Ian. You know, uh, NX, AEW Collision is like the biggest piece of like uh, television on a Saturday night. You know, it's not going to go at all wrong on WrestleMania. Um, right. Um, <laughs> because of all of you out there in the WWE universe making yourselves heard like we know you can, we have decided that it will be on night one or night two. We don't know. We haven't decided. We're, li- we're literally just pivoting on oh, the out of this. <laughs> right. Um, it will be it'll be the rock versus Roman Reigns. Who will be the head of the table? And then on night one or two, 
It will be Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal World Heavyweight uh, Donkey Riding Championship. It, uh, or whatever. I, that's, A prestigious I mean, championship, have I'll have you know. Many, many have ridden donkeys. That <laughs> is playing, for certain. Whilst playing chess and the occasional tiddlywinks. Um, so <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's so. This is what I bring to this. I'm so sorry. Um, no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> it's that's the only way you're gonna appease everyone. There's still people going going out there going, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. But you, it'll be the best way for everyone to just come out of this with some decorum of like respect. Here, it's just to say we'll have both matches. It's that simple. And yes, it means paying Roman twice. I get that. They've literally just put his cousin on the board of directors. They've got the money. Okay? They've got the money. What if they did both matches in one night so they they only have to pay Roman for one day? Oh, God, Jeremy. They did that. They (laughs) did that with Seth Rollins, with John Cena and Sting. And look what happened. Sting was nearly retired for about. I mean, look, look, we don't need to bring that up, right? But (laughs) you brought it up first. I thought I'd let you know that has been done. Order, order. (laughs) uh, So, so to sort of add my two cents in it, because I've sort of just been, in a way, mediating and kind of Mm. flowing the conversation. But I think, first of all, agree with everything you have all said. Literally, it is insane. It's ridiculous. It does feel like a bit of a slap in the face for investing in the finish the story concept from last year. It just does, quite frankly. But in a weird way, the most interesting part of this entire thing now is what are WWE going to do? Because be it through, through contracts being signed like with The Rock joining the board specifically is what I'm referring to, whatever all this allegedly and being reported is, it's now got to a point where a decision has to be made. And are they going to stick with that decision? They've changed it before when it comes to Daniel Bryan and and inserting him into the main event and stuff, or seemingly changed, but you know what I mean. Mm. So it's happened before. WrestleMania main events have always been a little bit weird. WrestleMania 10, for example, when originally... The Rumble winner was two people, which Michael Cole, I'm not going to let you live that down. You said it never happened before. When it was Bret Hart and Lex Luger, and there were two title matches at WrestleMania 10 in one night, it's possible they could do it. But let's be frank, assuming Roman and Rock as a singles match does happen, there is no way that thing is not closing WrestleMania. Or that will at least be the last advertised match on the show. Hmm. Hypothetically. Because another potential wild card in all of this is what if Damian Priest decided oh, WrestleMania no. was the night to do it? No, because... he's, cashing, he's cashing on the world championship. That's that's my call. I yeah. think. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I, I will he's, say he's yeah. totally doing that at WrestleMania. But yeah. I think. But one thing we can all agree, and the reason I mentioned Damian Priest in that context, and I'm going to bring Gunther back into into the discussion as well to help put value onto my point. Whoever ultimately dethrones Roman, it should be of benefit to someone to help carry things forward. When you look back at when CM Punk was champion for a year plus or whatever the number was in the end, I forget off the top of my head. Ultimately, who dethroned him? It was The Rock. 
And what did that lead to? It led to Roxena version two in New York, as it were. Ultimately, it didn't actually do much in terms of bringing someone else forward. But whoever defeats Roman, it should be, to use a phrase that's said on many a podcast nowadays, it should be the thing that literally straps the rocket straight onto someone to send them into the stratosphere. And the logical person to do that with currently is Cody. Mm. It just is. Everyone is mega into him. He's already one of the biggest superstars. Literally, make him defeat Roman. That's him cemented for the next decade, pretty much. Just instantly. Mm. It has so much clout to it. It's the same thing with Gunther. Whoever is ultimately going to be the person to dethrone him, it should be someone that gets elevated to a tremendous degree from having actually dethroned him for that title. Hypothetically, let's say Chad Gable gets one more shot. Hypothetically. Because of the series of matches that he has already had and the whole dynamic of him losing in front of his family as well, that should be an incredible moment were it to be him. Just the stars are aligning to where whoever defeats both of those champions to become new champion, it needs to be looking to the future. And part of me wants to believe in WWE. Part of me wants to really, really believe that they're going to do, they're going to, I'll say make right by the fans. Because to use an AEW parallel now, which I appreciate is dangerous for some folks out there when I, that's mentioned the same sentence. And I think I said this on the podcast as well, Ian, when we were discussing last year, but there was the Brian Danielson MJF Iron Man match at AEW Revolution last year, I want to say it was. Mm-hmm. And going in, I constantly had the mentality of, I have to watch a 60-minute match. That was the feeling I had going in. And after that, because I enjoyed it so damn much, I made a promise to myself of, you know what? I'm not going to go in with that kind of focus unless there is another genuine reason to do so. But on the whole, I'm not going to go in with that mentality on an AEW show again. I want to watch what's being presented to me. I will judge it at face value in the moment because it's one of my favorite matches ever, that Iron Man match. Just, it's so damn good. And that's why I want to believe come WrestleMania weekend, there will be a suitable decision that by by that point that is made as to how to rectify this. But if that doesn't happen, and quite frankly, it doesn't come off well either, whatever they decide to do, there's going to be a lot of negative feelings coming out of WrestleMania. And aside from, I'm trying to think the last time there would have been a massive negative feeling coming out of Mania. 34. Which was the main event for that one? Brock versus Roman. It's the one where they disband finishes for like five minutes and the crowd. Oh, yeah. That's that point. Yeah. So it's like they've got a chance here. There's still time. And obviously it's going to be very obvious if they suddenly go back in another direction like we've been talking about and that keyword of pivot that we've been saying on this podcast today. There's still time to fix it. And I want to believe because they got to a point where everyone really cared and now everyone really cares for an entirely different reason. Mm. I kind of, yeah, I mean, I'm always hopeful on things. And I do have a tiny bit of hope that this will turn around and it will be corrected in a way that Cody does win and then the story is finished. I I, I, I do hope it does happen. It's just a case of how are they going to... Exactly. bring this around it's it, it's a mess at the moment it really is and it's kind of like right okay we have to really put this 
back in the right path because they've acknowledged it. They have acknowledged the fact that the audience have said stuff. Heck, you know, it was even chanted on NXT uh, Vengeance Day as well. And I even, was there. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah it, there was loads of chants as well when the, when the Rock came on. Apparently, the crowd booed. Uh, <laughs> Because so, of the because uh, it was at a smaller venue as well, it was amplified because uh, obviously everyone's all contained in there, so mm. it reverberated way more. In fact, that's yeah. the where the crowd actually got uh, slapped down by the WWE. I believe they actually said, "Quit it." No, no, mm. that was for that was for Mellow. Oh, that was for uh, Mellow. Uh, yeah, last night on NXT, they basically don't 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 say "f you, Mellow." Because we'll be taken off air. Yeah, and the hill things, which deserve that response, mm. but not on a TV PG show. Thank you very no. much. <laughs> not on no. the USA Network. Okay, no. I apologise, and I got crosswise no. on that one. But yeah, because it's a much smaller venue, like everything, if it's like like raunchous enough, gets amplified. Yeah. So I do have hope. It's just how they do it. I hope they do it a, a good, pretty much. I mean, I mean, at the moment, I don't, I don't want to have it as a downer side of things, but it's like this is WWE. Even back then, and maybe now, they are stubborn bastards. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, my... they, they might very well first to say you're getting Rock and Roman, and you'll like it. Mm. And we can't just say it's just a WWE thing as well, because we know the Tony Khan way of booking things in AEW as well. As well, mm. oh shit, things things are broken down. Yeah, let's just wait a few months and put everybody on the holding pattern until we get to the story I wanted to tell about six months ago. Mm. Yeah. I do find it fascinating because I did bring it up on my stream last night, and I actually wrote it down word for word what was said. Um, WWE put it on their. TikTok and I think on their shorts YouTube shorts of what happened after Raw when Cody mm. addressed the crowd and he literally after they were chanting we want Cody he said uh, well all I can say is this since I was a little boy who grew up loving everything for you uh, to want me is special because I have always wanted you and he said it like really emotionally to the point he was crying like so a... it, it really like oh god it choked me up sort of thing and it was just it like I mean, part of it was emotional, but then the other half is like, is this just a very bad rom-com? This is the thing! <laughs> it's like, like, I've always wanted you! So, the universe to hug me! So if you had like a lever between like one and, oh my god, it's a Cody promo from AEW, how emotional was he? Oh, he cries, uh, he cries a lot in WWE promos. So I think he, yeah. I, I recall him, he, he, he gets emotional more in AEW, no, not in more in WWE than he does in AEW. Yeah. Because he tries to be emotional, he tries to be emotional, and then the crowd just go boo, heel. <laughs> but 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 I'm Cody, boo Cody, boo. Oh, All right, that, oh, that last promo he did to, in the ring in AEW, where he's the reason like, I won't turn heel, the reason I won't turn heel, is because I'm that too nice of a baby face. <laughs> Despite the fact that you heal things, and Arn Anderson had a clock. <laughs> And here in America, guns are cool. <laughs> oh, no. So I suppose from there, we can sort of have like what I'll term as sort of any other Cody-related business. There's no other easy way to kind of phrase that, as it were. So mm. I will just simply turn it over to you folks, like and me as well, I guess. But does anyone have any other point relating to this Cody thing 
situation, rock thing, whatever, that, that they would like to have conveyed on this here show. And I see a, a raised hand from from, uh, from Mr. Decker. Is, is, is this basically just, just say something nice about Cody? Is that what it's going to be? Is this no, just period? anything in general. Like, Is there any other thing that's just not been mentioned in this conversation I, that you've kind of had in the back of your head, thing to consider, random thought or feeling? Like, just anything else in general that might just be worth sprinkling in a bit of the, oh, no, magic. I like his shirt with Pharaoh. Yes, I was going to bring yes. that up. <laughs> Pharaoh the it. dog. <laughs> He's got a lovely dog. There you go. He needs to finish the story, Pharaoh. He needs to finish the story and... Can you imagine Pharaoh Be- comes out and like <laughs> some form? Would you imagine that you get introduced <laughs> to the booking committee, uh, uh, booking committee, and but Pharaoh's there because after all, we know he's going to be a uh, a general manager on the video game. So yes, yeah. So yes. it's only up from here. It's like which which one of these wrestlers do you like, Pharaoh? Do you like Roman, indifference from the dog, or do you like Cody? Bork, 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 bork. Okay, can they, Cody's can they champion. please do a video where it's just they put paper on the ground in front of, of Pharaoh oh, and yeah. Scott put his paw on who on who's gonna win? Oh, I, oh, reminds me, yeah. I reminds me of there's an there's an Instagram account that occasionally pops up on my on my reels of basically this dog. He's got buttons and they all say different things and most of the time he keeps his set he keeps it in the one that says bitch is that yes <laughs> i know the one you're on about it's like, which one go? yo yo bitch bitch <laughs> that's one that's what i want the pharaoh general manager's office to be like just the buttons and it's like cody cody wins wins so what you're saying finish the is story finish the story so, so what you're saying is we're setting up a match for next year's wrestlemania against pharaoh and roman reigns because after all not you know the, the biggest like adversity a dog can has is you face him up against the big dog yep oh you big just dog, big up, dog or team up with Braun and uh, yeah team up with Braun or or corbin and be the war dogs with yeah. pharaoh wait are they called the war dogs literally yes well, oh, that's, that, that's what that's what Bron wants to try and call them, and Corbin's going. Oh, no, we're I'm not. Sure, I'm sure New Japan have the copyright on that for Bullet Club, but that aside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wolf! Uh, no, the wolf dogs. Wolf dogs. There you go. Oh, the wolf the dogs. dogs. Yeah, yeah. Wolf dogs. Oh, because Baron Corbin used to be a lone wolf, and, wolf, and now he's yeah. gone out. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope that it doesn't ruin Wrestlemania as such because it has been such a good build-up of late. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I just hope it's all good in the end, pretty much. I'd, I'd say even if we don't get what we want, it still could be a very interesting watch. Yeah. Mm. I, mean, I mean, everyone went in with extremely low expectations on Wrestlemania 2015, and mm. it, it surprisingly was a very good show. Mm. That's with heist of ascension, yeah. all that sort of stuff. So it's like, it's like we can we can go from very low expectations to oh, this is this is nice, yeah. But but especially when it's a clear open open goal and WWE have managed to score an own goal by complete idiocy. It's a very Arsenal thing to do. Saying yeah, that <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, Reading win by own goals half the time this week, and that's. <laughs> Religion, speaking as an, as an Arsenal fan here, it's a very Arsenal thing to do in, in football and soccer terms for our uh, international listeners. Uh, 
<laughs> I just want to imagine just the, the WWE board just looking at the football and then looking at a goal. goal. So basically the goal is Roman versus Rock and the ball is Cody versus Riggs. I'm just going, should I kick the ball? They kick the ball anywhere else on the field. It's going to be <laughs> Cody Roman. And they just go, it's an open goal. I should kick the, I should kick the ball into the goal. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, goal! I don't know where this is going, uh, but football. <laughs> so I guess as we start to, to wind this down to a close, I will um, I, I will say something. Going back to the very beginning of the show now, to turn the, the discussion back to Scott Damore for a second, because this may play into some future discussions that come up, but there is um, some rumblings on the, on the old interwebs doing the round that apparently a number of TNA talent was informed over a Zoom call about Scott Demore's departure, but it mm. was relayed as him having stepped down, not having been fired. Oh. That Some make folks sense. apparently may not like that or have not liked that, let's it, say. Uh, it doesn't I'm make surprised. a lick of sense. It no. really doesn't make a lick of mm. sense considering what he was like leading up to this month. That's the legit mm. chalk and cheese, like fired and stepping down two different reasons yeah completely yeah apparently as well uh the meeting did not give talent a chance to ask any questions which did not endear some talent to the changes uh the beginning of the call when talent were informed about scott demore's departure before anthem execs joined them uh had some talent very angry not surprised they've only of just course. started and then yep. suddenly boom he, you know. he built a lot of good feeling among the talent like talent mm. there are talent that are only there because of Scott Demore. I wouldn't yep. see an Eric Young being TNA if it wasn't for Scott Demore. You know, mm. so it's it's just it's weird. It's weird. It's dumb. And I hope if as far as pivots go, uh, Anthem pivot this decision because it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And I hope that somebody goes, "Hey, you're unemployed right now." Want to come to work with us? Yep. <laughs> Tony Khan's got a big announcement on Dynamite, which may have oh. already leaked at the time we're talking. Oh. <laughs> when doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, swear the short version, the, the, the news going around is that they're going to run a big, a big arena in Boston, which allegedly may be a debut of someone. That's the, uh, that's the estimation. I don't, right. don't know who, but that, that's the kind of two and two putting together potentially 52. I think I have thing. a feeling who... <laughs> I, I, think that, what, I think Tony Khan just needs to stop making big announcements. I, that's what I feel. It's just a meme in itself now. Mm. It's just like, what? yeah, like I said, what big he's, announcement is he going to make this week? Got a big announcement. He's got a new hat! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you want to talk about memes? We'll end on a really positive note. Drew McIntyre's meme t-shirt. Oh my oh, god. Talk thing. about taking something and running with it. Oh my god, that's yeah, a great one. Give yeah. this man the title now. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Drew McIntyre and his he's, whole shtick of just it. utterly rubbing salt in the in the torn tricep of CM Punk has been an utter joy to watch. It's like it, uh, it, harsh, <laughs> very very harsh. Yes, but they're just going like, you know what? Go throw I, that ball as far as you can. It's it's only Super Bowl weekend. Throw that football oh yeah. as far as you blooming can. You know. I, I do appreciate the fact that they actually recreated that meme instead yeah. of copy pasting. Like he literally 
because I saw it, it was like, no, that's. I think they did do originally where his face was pasted on yeah. it, but mm. they recreated it, and I'm just like, do you know what? Fair play. I know they've already done Yeet with um with with Jay, but it's just like I know that was rewritten and now it's back again. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you but could yeah. say they had to pivot on the Yeet. Your word of the day. There you go. The one with a lot of pivoting. That should be in this episode. There we go. But folks, I think on that note, we're going to start to draw this to a close. I hope you've all enjoyed listening and or watching a lot. A lot? That wasn't good English, but there you go. I hope you've enjoyed the episode, quite frankly. Whether you are on the podcast provider of your choice or on YouTube, if you have enjoyed it, why not hit that subscribe button? We would really, really appreciate it. Before we go, though, a chance for everyone to kind of plug their various goings on and such. So, uh, Harriet, we shall start with you. Where can people find you if they want to reach out to you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MangaGirl232. Uh, I stream at least once a week on my Twitch, which is Harriet underscore MangaGirl. And I have YouTube videos now and then. But if you follow me on Twitter, I usually post links and stuff so you can find all the stuff there. And Matty, how about yourself? Uh, you can mostly find me looking through texts with a magnifying glass and trying to work out why people in wrestling make the decisions they do. Um, and it gives me a headache, quite frankly. It, it really does. I really just, you know, just enjoy the show, but I, I just can't. Other than that, you can find me on uh, X under Matty Boo Tweets. Uh, I will change that to Matty Boo Tweets on X at some point. Uh, but you can also find me on Twitch under Matty Boo Twitches. Uh, I'm there semi-regularly. Uh, I do a show called Matty Vision where I look at old British TV shows and the occasional Japanese set of ads and go, my word, my word, Japanese adverts make me hungry. Very, <laughs> very hungry. And one day me and Harriet will watch Hollock together because, oh, my God. God, was that exciting. Um, yeah, um, that's pretty much it. That's really all I can say for now. And Ian, how about yourself? And also I'll throw into the, fra- into the frame as well. If people want to reach out to us directly, as in the podcast itself, what's the way that people can do that as well? But first of all, where can people find yourself? They can find me on Twitter at Decadane and on Twitch uh, with the channel The Decadane. I stream Mondays, 8 p.m. UK time of watch long. I'm trying to do a few extra streams during the week. Uh, just trying to get back into the regular, the regular, st- uh, the regular sort of rhythm of things. Considering I've been out of the country for a couple of weeks and all and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yes, that's where that's where you can find me. Uh, if you would like to send an email over to Bugmania, well, you can do a big old fashioned Cody cutter and a big old woe to contact at bunkermania.com. Great to hear your thoughts. Well, <laughs> Matty didn't even do it. Let's all do it together oh. at the count of three. One, two, two. three. Wow. Where's the Wow. Well, I will now say if you want to find me elsewhere, folks, you can. Easy way is probably just to find my link tree. It's link tree slash giraffe me. That's J E R A double F E M Y. Imagine I'm as tall as a giraffe and it's Jeremy and that's my name combined. That's how it works. I stream on Twitch every Friday evening, 7 p.m. UK time, playing some, some sort of games, as it were, and bits and bobs like that. And, of course, you can find links to other YouTube channels I'm involved with on that as well, including anime unboxings, if that is your thing. With that being said, folks, once again, thank you so much for listening and or watching. And until next time, keep on enjoying wrestling. And let's see what the heck is going to happen next in all this Cody stuff. Until then... Wow! I thought you'd smoke in mirrors.
I was not prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rock entrance. Can you smell the rock is doing? <laughs> 